Can you say I am one of them? And if you are free, you are free to fly away. One of these mornings, the world will see us no more. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll fly away. Glory to God. Do you believe that, brother? I will fly away. The rapture is coming very soon. Because that's what has to happen to the bride. I will fly away. I will fly away. I want to speak it to my soul this morning. I will fly away. You believe that, church? When a sun glad morning, when this life is over, I will fly away. Days, just a few more days, just a few more weary days. I'm 
those voices. Hallelujah. Tell him, Lord, thank you, Jesus, for what you've been to me. You have come to worship him. So you might as well start doing it right now. And, and tell him how wonderful he is. Tell him how holy, how worthy. Tell him you know what he, he has done for you. And you can never forget. And that's why you are here this morning to worship him and the beauty of his holiness. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We lift our hands to honor you. We lift our eyes to Calvary. Thank you for what you have done for us. For such love. Such wonderful love. Oh, hallelujah. That you died for us. You were not worthy. But by your grace we've been made worthy. We come to you to worship this morning. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Sing that chorus as a prayer now. Such love. Such love. Such love. Such love.
that while we have gathered here we don't want to see anyone we want to only see you lifted up lifted up in our midst come and bless everyone young and old brother and sister we have different needs today we are committing them into your hands Bestow your grace upon us. For we want to see you this morning. Bless all the visitors that are in our midst. And speak to their hearts, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may have your seats for just a moment. On last, last Sunday, Sister Winnie sang a song, I think, Such Love. Sunday that? that God would save a sinner such as that. And this morning, Sister Kugonza sang which song? Jesus' love can make the vilest sinner clean. And then God led Brother Martin to sing such love. That God would save a sinner such as that. And I never arranged any of this. But God was preparing us for the message. So this is really to confirm to me that the Lord is in this. And on the outreach we did on, on Sunday, a lot of people were so happy to hear and on Wednesday we had here brother Joseph who came out of that outreach and this morning I'm happy to see him here also join me to receive him and welcome him Amen Hallelujah Amen So uh, and I know there are many people who are asking about women preachers, Godhead, and many other subjects that we touched on. But so, so this Sunday I'm coming to I'm coming back to conclude it very well. Expound on it. So those who have some time to spare today at 5 p.m. please come at Mbalwa Center. And I believe that the Lord will bless you as you bless those who need God. Have you prayed for the service this morning? Those who prayed, God bless you. I'd like you to take your Bible and let us go to the book of Luke, chapter 7. That's, this is the most important part of the service. We can sing, 
we can pray, we can do everything, but while we are here on earth, we need the word more than anything. It is with the word we are going to overcome. That's why in this church we preach more than we sing. And in every believer's church all over the world. So we are going to read only one verse and then we will be seated. The son of man, verse 34, the son of man is come eating and drinking and ye say, behold, a gluttonous man and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. Omana umu ntu yajja ngalia nganywa ne mugama anti laba omuntu omuluvu omutamivu mukwano gwabawoza ero gwabali nebibi musobolo kwetulirako So by the grace of God I'd like to take part 2 of this subject the sinner's friend Orwech sacha katonda njagala tugene mu kitundu echo kubiri mu mutwe guno mukwano gwomono nyi And I'm requesting for your undivided attention Eramba saba munzi seko moyo kwa magwona Try and limit movement as much as you can Fubanyo owe walo kutambula bwichibate chetagisa So there's one thing that Jesus was accused of he was accused of being a friend of sinners. And so today I would like to talk to you about Jesus. The sinner's friend. Tell your neighbor Jesus the sinner's friend. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus the sinner's friend. Now especially in the message churches. We believe and preach and have preached holiness. And we believe in righteousness and walking holy before the Lord. We, we believe living a life that is worthy of the gospel. But you see, we have believed it so much to the extent that some think that they are better than others. Whereby some, some places in the world, I don't know here, but some have actually even thought there is no longer grace for sinners. That some have dried up even their hunger and thirst for pr for uh, to pray for the sinners is no longer there. They no longer go out to do outreach on the on the road. They no longer give out tracts to somebody who needs it. They no longer tell their friends about what God has done for them. Because some believe that the door for grace is closed. And even in their churches, the moment someone does something wrong or bad, they'll kick them out. And they will even tell them to stand before the others and to confess everything he has done. As if it were that we actually were a Catholic priest. But we find that such things are nowhere in the Bible. And that 
You know, people have taken traditions when something is done over and over and over again, it becomes gospel truth. And it replaces the word of God. But we thank God for the message of the hour. Because with the message we can never go wrong. Because the message is the word of God and it corrects the error. Praise the name of the Lord. And so, you know, we have read this scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, and I'd like you to turn to that. I wrote unto you, verse 9, in an epistle not to company with fornicators. Yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous or extortioners. Or with idolaters, for then must you needs go out of the world. But now I have written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an idolater or a regular or a drunkard or an extortioner with such an one not to eat. Abakorin se chisoka esure yokutano or any diorumenda. Nabawandi kiramu barua yange obute gatanga nabinzi. So see. Kwe walida dala abenzi abomunsi muno. Oba abegombi nabanyazi. Oba abasinze bifananyi Kubanga bwechiba chityo. Chandiba gwani de okuva munsi. Na ye kakano mba wandikira. Obutega tanga na ye omuntu yena. Aitibuo woruganda. Buabanga mwenzi. Oba mwegombi. Oba asinze bifananyi Oba muvumi. Oba mutamivu. Oba munyazi. Alibuatio, no kuria, temulianga na ye. Now you see, uh, the apostle was very clear. O mutume paure chintu ya chinyonyora burunji. He said, do not company with fornicators. Agamanti temwegata na benzi. But then he, again he said, it's not all together the fornicators in the world. Agamba si, abenza abomunsi. Because the fornicators in the world are sinners. Kubanga, abenza abali munsi bononi. Follow me closely here. Mungobelele burunji. We have... We now know what sin is. Sin is not fornication. Sin is not covetousness. Sin is not lust. It's not idolatry. It's not adultery. It's not drunkenness. This is not sin. These are only the fruit of sin. But sin is only one and sin is unbelief of the truth. When someone hears the truth of the word of God and they close their ear to that such as sinners because they have sinned against God. They, they, they have and believed the word. But now here we see the people who have maybe not yet heard the word. The people who are doing all these works of the flesh. Apostle Paul said do not 
run away from them. But if somebody is called a brother, if someone is a believer, they have heard the word, but they have continued in the works of the flesh, such as drunkenness, fornication, idolatry, he says for such, don't even eat with them. Now we know that there are three stages of grace. You know the first is justification. The moment you hear the word of God. And you believe it in your heart. You are justified before God. You are no longer a sinner. Now you still have the desire to do those things. But you see. Because you have believed the word. Everything you ever did. Is no longer counted on you. Before God you are justified. You have never sinned in the first place. Now that's the first work of grace. After that comes sanctification. You know by hearing of the word. The more you hear the word. The more you hear the word. It washes you. It cleanses you. The Bible says we are washed by the water of the word. That's why we come to church on every Sunday, every Wednesday. We are coming to be washed, to be cleaned, to be sanctified by the word of God. How many are being sanctified? And then once you've gone through that, then comes the last work of grace. And that is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now everyone must receive the Holy Spirit. Because when you are baptized into the Holy Ghost, you have received power for service. You receive a new desire. Your desires go and die out. And you receive the, uh, the spiritual and heavenly desire. Because someone else now sits on the throne of your soul. But you see, all of us here, each of us are at a different level or stage of grace. We have received the same message, the same grace, but we are walking into that and each of us is at a different level. Now when a brother does a mistake, don't immediately excommunicate him. Matter of fact, the Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 6 verse 1 to 2. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness. Not just say, oh brother, you are fornicated. Get out. Plus we are holy and you, you are sinner. Says no. Brethren. If one brother or one sister is overtaken in a fall. You know one thing that I know. A believer can never sin. 
If you believe that, say amen. The Bible says, they that are born of God, help me finish it, cannot, cannot, so if you are born of God, you can never sin. But as a believer, you can be overtaken in a fault. And now if a brother or a sister is overtaken in a fault, kick him out of the church. Is that right? Is that what the Bible says? If a brother or a sister is overtaken in a fault, Ye who are spiritual, you that are still standing, restore him in the spirit of meekness, not in the spirit of pride. Brother, where were you when you were doing those things? What were you thinking? What is wrong with you? Brother, you have demons. You must cast them out. I think you are even having a problem with your head. You have been sitting here for how many years? When we are preaching, you are not hearing. Brother, what is wrong with you? This is what you see some people doing. But we find here that the Bible says we should restore such a person with the spirit of meekness. Hallelujah. Considering yourself also. Meaning as much as it is a brother overtaken in a fault. You too can be overtaken in the same fault. In other words, let us be humble. Let us understand who Jesus is. Jesus is a friend of sinners. Hallelujah. Amen. Lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens. If you do that, you fulfill the law of Christ. What is the law of Christ? He is a friend of sinners. That is the law of Christ. Press. Saving a soul. Oh my praise the name of the Lord. If I have some holy people here today. You will not enjoy the service. But if I have some sinners here today. This is your service today. Hallelujah. Amen. The, the prophet says in the message, the greatest battle ever fought. When Israel had done so evil, until even God told Moses, he said, separate yourself, Moses. I will start a new tribe with you. You know, God called Israel to come out of Egypt to go to the promised land. But along the way, they sinned so much that even God, the friend of sinners, he said, Enough is enough. He said enough is enough. Moses, Musa, I'm going to kill all of them. And I'm going to begin a new tribe. With you Moses. Praise the name of the Lord. But remember. God had told Moses. Go to my people. You are going to be their God. 
Whatever was in God At that moment was also in Moses And I wanted to watch this Moses threw himself in the way And he said Before you take them Take me who do you see there? Oh, I don't see Moses. I see Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When man had sinned so far away from God, God came down in the form of a human body. Jesus, yes. he threw himself between man and God. And he said, before you take them, take me. Because I love them so much. They are my friends. Oh my, praise the name of the Lord. No matter what they had done, that is who I am sent to. He sends a light not to shine where there is light. Where there is darkness, that is where the light belongs. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory. Why are we preaching the gospel? Why do we read the Bible for you? Because there is still a lot of darkness in you. And this light, this gospel, is a light. The more you hear, the more darkness flees. Hallelujah. Amen. He sends a light where there is darkness. That's where light belongs. And you've, get, you've got to get with the people. You've got to stand with them. Regardless. You've got to. take In their wrong. You've got to. In their wrong. You have got to stand with the people. God did not come for rocks. God did not come for, uh, for great mountains. This gospel came for people. I don't care how people are. They might be able to Jews. And the earth will be in a great tribulation. But as a son of David, he will rule on this earth for 1,000 years. Millennium. And guess who he will be with? He will be with his raptured bride. In the millennium. I will be there. Will you be there? Hallelujah. Amen. We shall live on this earth. And we shall rule. Oh my, I would like to talk about that. But let, let's leave that there. So we notice this. That his son of David. Up to until the judgment throne. But then, the Bible here, in Luke 17 30, promises something that the Son of Man will be revealed again in human flesh on earth. 
Did you hear that? And when does that happen? During the time when he's the son of God. What is that? It is grace for sinners, the Gentiles. Let me put it this way. Jesus yes. went to the, Jew, the Samaritans and he revealed himself with the sign of the Messiah. He went to the Jews he, he revealed himself with the sign of the Messiah. But to the Gentiles he never did. You know the sign of the Messiah? Is to be able to know who you are the discernment of the heart to tell you your name your problem your address where you are coming from everything about it like he did with the Samaritans with the woman at the well like he did with the Nathanael but with the Gentiles never so he promised he will do it again this time with the Gentiles but then he said, during that time, it will be as it was in the days of Lot. How many understanding that? When are those days? These are the days. So we must see a prophet who will reveal Christ. In the same way, Christ revealed himself to the Jews and the Samaritans. And that prophet has come and gone. And the days we are living in are the days like that of Lot. Where we have men who will stand publicly and they say they are women where we have women who will not accept that they are women they will even go and inject themselves stuff to convert themselves into another nature where men will marry men and women will marry women and there is nothing you can do to change them because the Bible says so what is that? We are back in the days of Lot. But let me tell you church. In Sodom they drank, they burned, they saw, they planted, they built it. Remember the young and the old men wanted the angels for lasciviousness. Same thing today. The only thing that held the fire of God to rain on Sodom was Lot and his family. Of course we know that Lot was the lukewarm believer. But really God is friendship. With Lot was as a result of Abraham. With whom he had a covenant with. This generation is no longer worthy of God's mercy. We are at the level of Sodom and Gomorrah. But because of the bride, God is holding his fire. 
because of you who believes in the word God is holding his fire the Bible has a prophecy that God is going to destroy the world this time not a city only but the whole world with fire and brimstone do you believe that it's going to happen but just before it happens there are some little sinners somewhere somewhere in Sodom Sodom. hallelujah and there is a little Abraham somewhere interceding for them God wait 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 wait. there are some friends I have in Sodom. Sodom amen God, do you believe God can save them? God can save them. The reason why I say that is because God is holding his fire. That means we are in a discussion with God. We are telling him, Jesus, you are in me and I am in you. You were a friend of sinners. I am a friend of sinners. I want them to come out I want every one of them let them come out and then you can destroy the world but before that wait wait but how can you do that when you can't evangelize when you cannot witness in this modern day Jesus is still the same he is a friend of sinners he is not willing that any should perish 2 Peter 3 9 the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness but is long suffering to us word not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance God is not slack concerning his promise hallelujah amen Every promise he has made, he is going to fulfill it. For he has said, there is going to be a bride in every generation. Are you satisfied that this is it? No, there is more. There, languishing. Maybe in denomination. Maybe in sin. There is more. Tell somebody there is more out there. Some men count slackness. No, God is not delaying. Listen. Some of them may never read the Bible. But you are their Bible. You are their Bible. Your life should preach the gospel. What you do, don't preach me a gospel. Leave me one. If your life can't preach to me, you better shut up. Because whatever you are saying is nonsense. Today we have a lot of preachers. Preaching. 
They call it ministry. But where is the life of what they are preaching? They can't love. They can't. They have hatred. They, 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 some of them even do witchcraft. And they are calling themselves preachers. Christians, believers. Don't preach. The gospel that you have never lived. Leave the gospel. Instead of preaching it. Let your neighbor see you. And let him hear Christ. Just by saying it. Young man, young lady, you say you cannot live a life that is worthy of the gospel. That's a life of the devil. You can live a life worthy of the gospel. You say that, oh, these days there are no more virgins. No, I am here to tell the devil. There are many young ladies that will not defy themselves until marriage. The devil may not believe it, but I believe it because I was one of them. And there are many more. What do you know about Lavanch? You too can do it. Now what do you say? I've lost it. I was already in the world. Don't you worry, brother. Jesus is friend. Because you lost it. God has justified you. Hallelujah. Amen. You never did it in the first place. Now stand your ground as a believer. And prove to the devil. You can live a life. Worthy of the gospel. The devil will tell you. No, I made you do it last time. I'll make you do it again. You will look at him too. And tell the devil. Last time. I didn't know who I am. But now I know who I am. I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. And I know who I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Let me give you a few samples here and then I'll, I'll quit. Now, I want, I want us to look, we, we looked at this briefly on, on, on Sunday, but I, I want us to go through it for just a moment, Luke 7, 36. And let's try to be a bit, a bit fast so it I'll be able to complete this. Now, and, and one of the Pharisees desired that he would eat with him and he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment and stood at his feet behind his weeping, um, at his feet behind him weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Luka Kare 
emira namiro kubigerebye kubigerebye ngakaba natanula okutonyeza amaziga kubigerebye nabisangura nemviri ezokumutwegwe nanywegere bigerebye nabisiga mafutago now the pharisee invited jesus into his house omu farisayo aita yesu mu nyumba ye yo pharisees were holy men ara farisayo bali basajja batukufu they were believers nabakiriza right they were very good men they, they knew the law they were the from childhood and so he invites Jesus he didn't wash his feet he didn't perfume him he didn't do nothing but he let him sit in the corner then comes a woman a sinner with an alabaster box of ointment now he stood at, the, at his feet behind him weeping and he began to wash his feet with tears I want you to understand that this woman was not a Pharisee or a citizen she was a sinner she was a prostitute and she's coming close to the master Jesus, yes. the Holy One, with her prostitution. You might say with her spirits of prostitution. And she begins to touch his feet. And closing her eyes. Don't think that she would have got tears out of her eyes without closing them. I wanted to imagine that scene. A prostitute. Malaya. No doubt she was dressed like one. And she came with this perfume. The perfume was so, you know, luxurious. And it comes on the feet of Jesus. And begins to close her eyes and pulled uh, whatever was in her hair and her hair was free and began to caress Jesus' face as her closed eyes produced tears this was not a spiritual sight this looked so canon come on what is Jesus doing with a prostitute? <laughs> if it was like in our generation, the news at 10. A man called Jesus, the savior of many, they caught him red handed. When a woman is caressing him, pouring tears, and massaging the feet, they caught her with him red handed. And you wouldn't doubt those news. What? Did you hear what happened? <laughs> That man called Jesus. That is the Savior. Savior, my foot. 
But they didn't know that this Jesus was on a special mission. And his mission needed him to be a friend of sinners. The world needs to understand that Jesus had to be a friend of sinners in order to redeem them. And the tears and wiped them with a hair over head and kissed his feet. Hey, you have taken to another level. If it was only the tears and the hair. But even with her feet full of makeup. And it was very bitter. Really, really? And you want to tell me this is spiritual? Brother, brother, we, are, we also understand. I saw with my very eyes. This Pharisee could not believe his eyes. And on top of that, she took the ointment and powered on him. Oh my good Lord. An awful sight to look at. Now when the Pharisee which had beaten him saw it, he spoke within himself. This man, if he was sure a prophet, would have known that which kind of woman, what man of woman yeah. this is that touches him. He would have known. For she is a sinner. <laughs> hey, hey. Jesus knew. When Jesus called you, he knew you. Don't worry about the opinion of anybody. He will save you regardless of what anybody Amen. He will serve me regardless of anybody's thought. I am on my way to heaven because he served me. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. And Jesus answering said unto him <laughs> Simon. 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 I have somewhat to say unto thee. And the man, and the man said say, say on. Simon. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence and the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly gave them both. Forgave them both. Tell me that for which of them will love him most. And Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom it was, uh, he forgave most. And he said unto him, thou hast rightly judged. And, uh, and he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house. Thou gavest me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with tears and wiped them with hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet, my head with oil. Thou didst not anoint, but this woman has anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore, I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much, but to whom little is given, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And they sat at meat with him. And began to say with him thereof themselves, Who is he, this that forgiveth sins also? And he said to the woman, Thy sins has, thy faith has saved thee. Go in peace. 
And Jesus was trying to show that this woman's sins were too much. And she appreciated Christ more. Let me tell you, church, if we have a church for people that have truly met God, having been sinners during worship, you will not find a statement. You will not find people just there singing for singing. You will find people worshipping in tears Mazuga. washing Jesus' feet Ngaba. with tears. You will find people lifting up their hearts without hypocrisy. You will find people crying even milk is coming up because they appreciate the grace of God. Jesus is not interested in the Pharisees. His interest is with the sinners. Do we have some Pharisees here? Do we have some sinners here? She wasn't caring what them Pharisees was saying. I entered the spirit and I begin dancing. Ah, the sister will see me. And I can't do that. I can't make a fool of myself. That young man there. And the way he's seated, even he may look at me. Making a fool of myself. I cannot do that. Let me tell you, we are not a former church. We believe in dancing, in shouting, in praising, in saying hallelujah. Because we don't care what the Pharisees are saying. <laughs> they are Pharisees to begin with. But if they are sinners like us, they can understand why we are doing what we are doing. Hallelujah. Amen. They can understand why I am shouting right now. Because I know you understand what I'm doing. Because you yourself are like me. You have been saved by grace. So deserving. But you are going to the rapture. You have a reason to rejoice. Hallelujah. Amen. Did Jesus draw back his feet and say, 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 say. <laughs> you must not do that. Yes, um, no, sir. He held perfectly still. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. He remained there. He said, sister, continue. service. <laughs> She was right in order. Washing Jesus' dirty feet. Come on, why doesn't the deacon stop that girl? She's shouting We can't stop her. We can't stop him. Let her roll on the floor if she likes. Now you'll understand some of these things. No, sir. He held perfectly still. She was right in order. Washing Jesus' dirty feet with tears of repentance. Wiped them with, only, with, with the only glory she had. 
I remember when I was a young boy. I was just from school. And I was a smart boy, you know. Oh, my uniform was always clean. And so I was in prayer. And I, I was so careful. Not to kneel down and make myself dirty. Because our church then was not clean as this one is. Praise the name of the Lord. Do you love the cleanliness of the church? And so, I, 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 it was so dirty. We were fellowshipping in a school. And so, brother, you know, as I prayed, as I prayed, as I prayed, I lost my mind. The next time I found myself, I was on the floor. Kneeling like a madman, raising my hands, tears all over my face. And that happened several times. Let me tell you, you younger men, you need those times. Young ladies, you need such times. Without tears of repentance, wiped them with the glory, the only glory she had, her hair. Laying everything at his precious feet. She was beside herself. She, she, she was washing. She didn't know what she was doing hardly. After a while, she raises up. She don't know what she looks around. Oh, did Simon say anything? Simone, I yes. yes. Oh, later on, he made his remarks. I can see Simon. I can see his face turn red. His sharp, still, ungodly lizard eyes. You know, lizard eyes? Mm -hmm. You know, a lizard? You know how you know how a lizard looks. You know a brother who feels he's very holy, holier than you. When you are doing something, he will look at you. <laughs> you see. I can see him turn red in the face. And his sharp, still, ungodly lizard eyes. Cutting down at her. He turned red. And then white with rage. I can hear him go. <laughs> his programs interrupted. He said in his heart. Do you know what kind of woman oh that is he is standing before? He thought it would hurt his reputation. My brother, Jesus' reputation is made when he is in the presence of sinners. Yes, Jesus' reputation yes, is not hurt by sinners. Yes, it is made in the presence of sinners. Praise the name of the Lord. And you notice when I keep on saying sinners, I'm quoting here. They are washing his feet. She raises up. Of the court, brother, here. I wish you had put it for the people to follow me here now. She raises up, takes up the alabaster box. Everything she had now was there. Her hair hanging down. She snapped the top of, the, of it, broke, and she powered all. 
empower all yourself, brother. Whatever is so precious that you your plans, your wishes, power it all. Then we have a song which says, Jesus, yes, all for Jesus, all I am. And never hope to be all my ambition, hopes, and plans. Listen, I surrender them into your hand. She powered all on his feet. For everything she had. Her glory. Herself. Her tears of repentance. All the money. And all the ambassador was in the box of uh, spiking nut. She powered it upon his feet. Oh God have mercy on us. Touch the ungodly generation that we live in. For it is entertaining. She powered it on his feet. Praise the name of the Lord. Quickly go to the book of John. I want, I want to try and uh, finish in a few moments. If you follow me now closely. Let us read quickly. Uh, John 8 2. And early in the morning he, he, he came again into the temple. And all the people came unto him. And he sat down and told them. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman. Taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst. They say unto him. Master this woman was taken in adultery. In the very act. Now, Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what says thou? This they say, tempting him that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he had them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. Pastor, you are defending a sinner. Surely. The word tells us to stone her. You are telling us let him that has never done it cast the first stone. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which had it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none, but the woman, he said unto her, woman, where are those that accusers? Has no man condemned thee? She said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go. He didn't stop there. He said, go. And sin no more. Sin a friend. When you meet Jesus, the things you used to do, you will do them no more. Hallelujah. Amen.
You will sing such a song. The things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to do, do I have seen a friend who is like that? I do them no more. The things I used to do, I do them no more. It was a glad day when I was born again. And I'll read this quote and conclude with this. The grace was promised in the Garden of Eden. And grace came. Grace to Adam and Eve. Nowhere to go. No which way to turn. And yet grace made a way. You may have nowhere to go. Nowhere to turn. But I want to pronounce to you today. Grace has made a way. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh glory to God. Let me say this my sinner friend. You may be here this morning. Amen. Amen. You know, a prostitute is the one who goes with the, the, the men that are not his husband. I don't care whether you call them boyfriend or girlfriend. It's lasciviousness. So you may be here this morning a prostitute. You may be here this morning a woman chaser. Brother, you are a woman chaser. Whenever you see her, you are a heart freaker. And you begin panting. How can I get her? You may be here this morning. You are like that. You may be here. A drunkard. Yes sir. You may be a drunkard. And you may be among those who say. After all Jesus met and went into wine. After all it is not a sin to drink. There are many things that are not a sin. But Apostle Paul says. That this. Things may be acceptable. It may be permissible. But we don't have to do it. It's not expedient for us to do them. Right? So you may be here and you are drunkard. Or you may be a gambler. Or you may even be a murderer. Hey. You might be here. And I, and I don't know if we have murderers here today. Maybe on, on the streaming. A murderer. And you are a murderer. Don't lose hope. Jesus is a friend of sinners. You might be here as an impure husband. Can you imagine? Husband who is here. You may be an impure husband. Even while I'm preaching this. Your wife is feeling happy. Yes. You may be here as an impure husband. For all that means what it means to you. You might be an impure wife. Yes, you know you are an impure wife. You might be the vilest of a sinner. <laughs> you say I am the past the stage of redemption. That's a lie of the devil. No, you are not. 
you wouldn't be at this church this morning. Grace will make a way for you in this dark hour. If you'll just accept it. Adam had to be willing to accept it. Ah. I was in Ethiopia one day with Brother Paul. And I met a young man. And you know we were reaching out. We always randomly reached out to people and met them. So when I met this young man, the Holy Spirit began to reveal to me things about his life. And uh, and uh, things which were so nasty. And so I with that knowledge, I thought, Lord, come on. Should I let him go? Or should I reach out to him? But something in my heart said, reach out to him. Give him an opportunity. If he will take it, he will be redeemed. And so I met him. And I told him, I met him at a public place. And uh, with, with Brother Paul. And I, 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 told, I told him, I said, I don't remember his I don't remember his name. I called his name. I asked him his name. I told him. I, I told him his name. And I said, so I'll use young man. I said, young man. Do you know that God knows your life? That there is nothing hidden before God. He said. What do you mean? Are you God or something? I said, no, I'm not. But I am his servant. And if God reveals to me things about your life, and I speak to you, and I tell them to you, are you willing to accept it? He said, if it is the truth, I'll admit it. Then are you willing to accept Christ as your Savior? He said, we will see about that. So then I told, started telling him the story of his life. And it was very difficult. You know, especially when you, you design something and then somebody can say no and then they make an issue out of it. But God gave me grace and I won't go into details. But then as I as, as I spoke to him and I began to show him how he was a pervert and how he doesn't want it but that he has uh, people that are pushing him into this kind of lifestyle. And at that moment, he broke down. And tears started coming out of his eyes. And the more details that I had given him, as the Holy Spirit gave me utterance. And at that moment, he realized, even myself, I realized that God is real. What was that that told his life? And what was that that broke him down? It was the understanding that God knows him and God loves him. If only he would accept it. So I told him, are you willing to accept Christ as your pastor? He said, I'm willing, but I, I have no ability to walk out of this kind of life. I told him, it's not about your strength. It's about Christ. 
He said, I'll have to go and think about this. So later on, after a few days, he said, I've thought about it. I've, I would like to, but I've spoken to my whatever, my friend, and I, I, I don't think I can. They've been there for me. They've done ABCD. I'm sorry, I can't. Adam had to be willing to accept it. Adam, and then we met a prostitute. And I've told you this story before. She, she was on her business. And we spoke to her a while. She had us. She was showing us her passport. She was trying to introduce herself and do business with us. The good thing I always had a partner with me. And so... <laughs> And I never want to go alone anywhere. I always go with somebody. I've known that from the time I was young. And so, the, the, this prostitute, it was dark, 9pm. It was near our place of abode. This is also in Ethiopia. And so she introduced herself and was willing to do business. With both of us. I did not recognize that immediately, but my brother did. And he told me what it was. I said, oh. Because my brother had been in the world and he been into smoking bang. God had converted him. So he had more experience in that than I did. So I told him, uh, so what do we do? So he started the conversation with us. So he we make an appointment. And we meet her in a room, our, our room. And we invited a sister over. to come. And to interpret for us and also be a witness. And so we preached, we preached, we preached to the girl. She was shocked. That we, 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 were, we had invited another woman. Then again, she, she was shocked more when we pulled out Bibles. <laughs> she was like, now my whole business is done. And, and we preached Christ to her. She broke down. She cried. She cried. And she said, I've been doing this for 10 years. And it was about 26 or something. Like or even younger. So, this is all I know. And I don't want to play with the blood of Jesus. We told her you don't need to play with it. You only need to believe it. The blood has enough power to save you. And, 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 and she said, if you say so, I am willing. Friends, you don't know the joy I had. When I baptized a prostitute. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Let me tell you, friends. That lady will never be the same. And, and as I conclude here, he says, Adam had to be willing to accept it. So do you. That's all you got to do. Accept it. You 
can't overcome anything on your own. But you have to know Christ is your friend. When he died on the cross, he sent his message. He did everything he asked to do. He has sent preachers only for you to be able to have an opportunity to accept it. You would be a fool to turn it down. Don't turn it down. And always give grace to a sinner an opportunity. Let us stand on our feet. Let us pray. Let You may say, well, I'm a believer. But I do mistakes. So he says, don't just take the scare out of it now. God is with us. Although you sin, you have an advocate. Tell God you're sorry. And come on back. Because you cannot walk, continue walking like that. That's the way to do it. Don't think you are cast off forever. As long as you still have enough desire to come to this church, God is still with you. That's right. That's why what I always say, as long as somebody is still willing to hear, God is still with you. As long as you come, God is still with you. I wonder if there is somebody here today who just want to come to the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm a sinner. But I've heard the gospel being preached to me today. And that you are a friend of sinners. I know you're my friend. Don't come to him as a scary God somewhere. Come to him as a friend. One who understands. One who can be touched by the feelings of your Then again you say, Lord, all I want to do is to live like you and be like you. Let me have the heart of Christ. The heart that will cry and die for sinners. I will witness to my friends, my neighbors. How can you laugh with your neighbors when you've never told them about the saving grace of Christ? Shame on you, brother. Shame on you, sister. You have got to do much better than that. The rapture is coming soon. We ought to do whatever we have to do bring in the last one. Even as we go this evening to witness, are you, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to pray? Will you come and support? Are you going to give of your substance to support that work? What are you going to do? It's late. It's later than we think. 
let's do whatever we have to do. We don't have much time. Let's go out. Let's call them. Wherever they are. It could be in our workplace. Could be our neighbor at our home. Could be our relative. Let's not be quiet. Maybe that might be the prostitute you are reaching out to. It might be the woman with the alabaster ball. You are Christ to them. You have given them an opportunity for redemption, for grace. Oh, my brother, my sister, let that burden of Christ be in your soul. And even not only for others, but also for yourself. That I might be a sinner. But I'm willing to cast my my glory down. I wonder if there's somebody here. As we are going to close the service. But I just feel feel compelled this afternoon. To make an altar call. might be a sinner. Say, Lord, I don't care what the Pharisees think. About, but today, I surely want to dedicate my life to you fully. You're not ashamed of him. With every eye closed, every head bowed, I'd like you to walk to the altar. You're not coming to me, you're coming to the Lord. He can be touched by the feelings of your infant. He will accept you. He'll give you mercy and grace. You're coming to the altar. It's only a sign of surrender. Do we have one? We have two. Please find your way on the altar. God bless you. Do we have anyone else? God bless you, young man. God bless you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Come and walk to the altar. Let's give this moment to the Holy Spirit to deal with somebody that is coming on the altar. God bless you all. God sees your heart. God sees your desire. And Jesus will not move away. 
He is right here. And while you are kneeling there at the altar, you are kneeling right at his feet. Don't feel afraid to wash his feet with your tears. Don't feel afraid to anoint him with your glory. Power it all down. Power your heart to him now. Kiss his feet with your own mouth by prayer. Tell him how you feel. Tell him your commitment to him. I'm talking to you who are here on the altar. Do that with all your heart. It's your connection with him. This has nothing to do with me, the preacher. I only brought you to him. And I'm, and I'm leading you to him. And if you do that with all your heart, while everybody else is going into prayer, you might want to sit or kneel somewhere. You might want to stand, whatever you want to do. I assure you there's no prayer you pray here that is going unanswered if you're rededicating your life to him he is acknowledging that he is acknowledging that he is here the Holy Spirit Forgive you your sin, to wash you, to cleanse you, to perfect you, to fill you with the Holy Spirit, to burn out all the dross out of your life, fill you with His life and power, fill you with His love. Can you feel his love in your soul? Don't be afraid to wash his feet with your tears. Don't be afraid, brother. Don't be afraid, sister. Let this moment be a special moment. When all the people went away, the prostitute was left only with Jesus. You are kneeling down there. You and Jesus alone. You and Jesus alone. You are confessing your sins to Him. Confessing your faults to him. And you are being birthed into the kingdom. He's breaking you away from every encumbrance 
that the enemy had laid upon your life. He's setting you forth into the new covenant. His covenant with you is filling you with his life. The power of the Holy Ghost. Do not resent that. Receive it with all your heart. You and Jesus alone. Think about his love. Such love. Such wondrous love. Just lift up your hands as a sign of surrender. Tell him, Lord, I am ready to receive of your Holy Spirit. I'm ready to receive this new life. I am ready, Lord. While you lift up your hands, for he will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Life of Jesus Christ. The life that will change you and you will see no more. Lord Jesus, we approach your throne of mercy. This morning, Lord, this afternoon. Father, we, we not worthy of the place as children of God. We only deserve not even to be servants. Have mercy, O God. Upon this, your children, Lord Jesus, that have come to they are not ashamed of anyone they are not ashamed to declare that they are sinners and they need grace they need mercy they need forgiveness Lord they are raising their hands as a sign of total surrender Forgive their sins, Lord. Fill them with the Holy Spirit. Let them dedicate their lives 
to you in a much greater way than it has been before. Let them be your ambassadors. Let them serve you henceforth. Yes, Lord. As they have served sin, May they serve you multiple more times in a much greater way. Magnify yourself in them. Let the power that raised up Christ from the dead let it dwell in them right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Fill them with that love of God. Fill them with that fire of the Holy Ghost. Burn out all the dross out of God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, let your fire fall. Let your spirit fall. That keeping power of the Holy Ghost. That will keep them, Lord, standing in Christ. That they will never be the same again. Let this be the covenant they have made with you. From today and henceforth. We give you glory, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise, Lord. Because you are worthy of it all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody, yes. Just give thanks to Him now. Give thanks to Him now. Oh, yes. As you walk away, you are no longer the same man. The same woman. Something has happened and you know that he touched you. Charcoal by a heavy burden needs the Lord of Kings
Baraka Mukama Quetaga Quetaga Mukama Quetaga Quetaga Mukama Quetaga Omoyo Sasira, Sasira, Moka, Sasira, Sasira, Moka, Sasira, Sasira, Moka, Sasira, Omoyoga, Zijuza, Zijuza, Moka. Zijuza, Zijuza, Mokama, Zijuza, Zijuza, Mokama, Zijuza, Omoyoga, Onkwetaga, Mokama, Kwetaga. Sasira, Sasira, Mukaman, Sasira, Sasira, Mukaman, Sasira, Oyoga, Batira Mukaman, Tutuhe. Good no 
I'd like you to just lift up your hands or one of your hands Lord, as we commit that need before the Lord. We also have Sister Jennifer who has sent in some requests. God knows all that. He's able to move. So let us pray. Lord Jesus, their hands lifted up all around the congregation. My hand is lifted too. We have many needs in our midst, Lord. We invite you to come and prove your word. Because you always keep all your promises. You said, ask and ye shall receive. Knock and it shall be opened Father these people are lifting up their hands symbolizing the needs they have and the surrender they have towards you you alone can move and serve can provide you alone the Jehovah Jireh you are their peace Jehovah Shalom you are everything and all in all you are he that was that is and is to come the almighty God there's none beside you nowhere else we can get our redemption or salvation we can only run to you Believing for grace, salvation, hope. For we are casting our cares to you. All. Because you care for us. May you come and move upon each hand, Lord. Upon each heart. And prove yourself to be a living God. May they receive whatsoever they have need of. Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. For you said we shall ask believing without wavering. And we shall have those things which we have asked. Therefore, we believe that we have received, Lord, in Jesus' name. Be with us now as we go and give us a wonderful week, Lord. And as we are approaching to end this month of November, guide and keep us. Lord. There are many targets that people have, dreams and plans. I commit it all into your hands. Lord. May you guide each person. Father into the ways of for your name's glory. Father, Lord, we remember the
candidates that are going to sit their exams. That especially those that attend this fellowship. Lord, our brother Samuel. Brother Shem. Brother Gideon. Gideon. And the others that I might not have mentioned. Lord, we remember each and every one of them. Lord. As some of them will start sitting for their first papers tomorrow. Father, I pray that as they sit on those exams. Their confidence will be in you. That they will remember. They have a living God. A living God who said that you shall be head. And not tail. They are going to be heads. Because they will pass those exams. You will remind them what, all the things that they studied. And they will pass. And they will not fail. We pronounce these blessings, Lord. Believing that whatsoever that we ask, it surely shall be given to us. As they sit in those exams, let them come out joyful. And when they, they receive their results, let them give you glory. Father, we give you thanks as we commit all into your hands. In Jesus' name. Amen. want to pray for this young lady. Like I told you, I partly raised her in her junior years. And uh, she is traveling to Kenya Kenya to a believer's uh, home to live there for some time. Really. And uh, her family, part of her family would have desired for her to be with some of the uh, physical uh, blood related relatives here during these few days she has been in Kampala but she, she, she desired in her heart to come so that we can also be able to pray with her so I would like you to join me while you bow your heads we pray for Kugonza let us pray King of kings, Lord of lords We come before you at this time Lord is, is a young lady Has a bright life and future ahead of her She has dreams, no doubt Father Lord, I lay my hand upon her As she is going to travel to Nairobi Tomorrow. Father, that you will be able to go before her. For you said you will watch over our going in and our coming out. May you watch over her, Father. May you protect her, Lord, from all the filthy plans of the devil. And Lord, when time comes for her to return home, may she come back with testimony of the great things that you have done. Lord, wherever she will be, wherever she will go, may she keep a testimony that 
she has received the living God in her soul. Father, we send her now with you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 God bless you. Come uh, and be with you and give you a wonderful week. I can see our students are beginning to come back. And, uh, and uh, we, we are also having more new people coming in. So Sister Rose, you might want to plan to buy more chairs in this long holiday. God bless you all. Let, let us sing a chorus as we dismiss. Amen. I, I saw somebody who walked in last. God bless you. Amen. Which song? Which song? Let, us, let us sing. I love that. It says, I'll fly away. I'll fly away. I won't die. You know, the person who wrote this at first says, when I die. But we know we are not going to die. <laughs> We will not die. How many believe that? We will not die. I will fly away. Oh, glory. I will fly away. Amen. I won't die. Hallelujah. Bye bye. Will some glad morning. This life is over. We fly away. Amen to a hope on the celestial shore. I fly away. I fly away. How many know how to fly? Shadows when the shadow this life of rule will fly away. A man like a bird from prison bars has flown now. Oh, in the morning, ah. oh, hallelujah, will fly away.
One more time, I'm on my way Canada's land Oh, I'm on my way I'm on my way Amen to Canada's land I'm on my way I'm on my Just a moment before we go Next Sunday Sunday We are going to have a baptism service how many here would like to be baptized? I know there is one sister there, another sister there. Anybody else? Oh, right, another brother here. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So next Sunday, Sunday, we are going to have a baptism service. And whoever desires to do that, you, you please come. We will have a little Bible baptism class. And then we will go for the baptism. 